in these days before Christmas. It is a time to be incubating the Christ self within us who must be born. And this time of year was always traditionally recognized, even long before Christianity, as the time of the birth of the God self. The Christians used December 25th as the day of the birth of Christ because it was already the birth of the sun, the soul invictus. And the birth, the nata, the natalia, the ceremony of the birthing of one's God self and the death of the ego was always recognized as the most sacred of all days in the entire year leads up to this moment and then proceeds from this moment. The whole logic of time and of humanity is based on this moment. It is the whole project of civilization. It's all summed up in this moment. The whole reason for being of humanity is to give birth to the God self within each of us and then to live from that self rather than from the ego. And thus, all of the projects that govern our time and our space and our intentionality must come from the God self, not from the ego. If they're from the ego, then they're vain. They're useless. They're dead ends. But if they emerge from the cosmic self that is in harmony with the processes of nature itself, and the processes of divine intelligence, then things will work out in the best possible way. But to do that, to give birth to the Christ self, we must surrender the ego self. We must empty out the mind of all residue of ego in order to be a pure vehicle for the supreme intelligence, the supreme love to fill and to emanate and to be shared. Those are the gifts under the Christmas tree. It is the gift of the divine virtues that we can role model and transmit and appreciate in the other. And if we create a community that is based on those divine gifts, then it will be a community that grows in the most healthy way and prospers based on trust and truth and love. And without that, then nothing can work for very long. It all collapses in the egoic demand, the magnetism of the ego and its narcissism will break the harmony and the flow of synergy in any community. So it is essential, it is imperative that we give birth to the Christ self within us, to the Buddha, to the Krishna, the Radha, the Saraswati, to the Jagdish, the Lord of the world, to the one who is the bliss of sadhana, to all of those beings, the unborn, the ajata, all of those beings who are aspects of the archetype of the supreme reality. 
and each of us carries an eternal piece of the puzzle of life that we can share in a community to bring the wholeness that cannot be achieved without what each one of us has to contribute to that puzzle. And so each of our essences and our attributes are essential and it's not accidental that we have the particular qualities that we have. There is an intention by which these were given to us for the use of something larger than our own ego. And we must find where we fit in, where our powers can be used to serve the supreme power, or else those individual powers are wasted. They are vain. They must be surrendered to the use of the growth of the divine tree. The Christmas tree is the tree of life. That is the tree of community. Do you remember on the last picture of the Rosarium in the Jungian book, it was a tree with 11 heads on it. Remember those? There were 10 and then there was one on the top. This also is the alchemical version of the Christmas tree. But it's the tree of life and each of us are a part of that tree. Each of us is a flower on the tree of life. But we must become a single tree, not separate weeds. We must grow together and then the tree becomes very large and very strong. But only when there is unity. Without unity then we become demonic rather than angelic. And this is the key to all success and all victory over vexation and pain and suffering. Because it comes from an ego wanting to isolate itself from the community, to separate, to refuse to love. And in that very refusal, one cuts oneself off from the very source of life that only the community can offer. That is the path, that is the vehicle through which the energy of God flows because the love must come from one being to another. We are here to share that and to serve one another. And if we are not serving one another, we are not fulfilling our own need to flow and to give. And we die, we wither when we refuse to give. We are all like the sacred cow who must be milked. And if we hold back, then... We die, we explode, we cannot survive without that overflowing love. But we can only have that love when we are connected to the source. So this is the time to achieve that connection and to share it. So it's important that each of us thinks, explores, meditates within, and what are the obstacles? What are the obstacles that I have as an individual to the giving birth of the Christ within me, to letting the old ego die and being reborn? And what are the obstacles that keep me from connecting to the tree of life of the community and sharing and offering myself to this purpose that is larger than the individual lifetime, larger than the organism? What are the obstacles and how can they be overcome? That's what we must solve. That's the key riddle in each of our lives. What fear, what attachment, what greed, what lust, what anger. All of those vices that we know that uh, 
contaminate the personality and carry it down into egocentricity that must be purified. We must find the source of those feelings and those urges and impulses and purify them and offer them to God. And until we are able to do that, then we are stuck going around in a pattern to try to justify the maintenance of some addiction to an egoic pattern. And truthfulness comes when we are no longer willing to support the denial and the censorship of our own knowledge of what is going on in our unconscious minds and to make it all conscious, to lay it all out on the table and to let it go, to free ourselves from the poison that we had been holding on to and feeding off of, poison of hatred and revenge and poison of feeling of lack, guilt, unworthiness, all of those poisons that are not based on the truth of who we are. And once we have cleansed not only the physical body, but the emotional body, the mental body, of these poisons, then we are free. And then the divine inspirations and creativity will pour through the open vessel and we ourselves will be amazed by what moves through us and what offerings come through the vehicle that are not our own in any egoic sense. But once we have surrendered to the divine mind, then ideas and energies that are far greater than anything we could take credit for because we know that they come from a source beyond the individual self pour through us and give support and joy and power to everyone. So I hope you will give yourself the gift of being the gift that brings that empowerment to all of us and as a, a model to the entire world. Because this is the moment when the world is in its darkest days. This earth has never seen darker days than the ones we are in now. And these are the days in which we must give birth to the light. And we can't say somebody else will do it. We have to take responsibility for doing it. You know, the Christmas tree is filled with lights. It is a festival of light. But we must be those lights. And we can't put it off and say, well, I'll do it later. Right now I'm busy. You know, I've got to raise children or I've got to graduate from college or I've got to do something else. But the world won't wait. History is coming to an end. Time is running short. And we must put aside the goals that our individual life had that we're not taking into consideration the needs of the world itself. The world won't wait. And it won't be there to offer you the job you think you're going to get after you graduate or the... The, the partner you think you're going to get after some search or the kind of children or family life you think you would have in your imagination. All of those things are falling away. All of the things that you built your life on, those expectations, those demands that we make of the culture, the culture is no longer satisfying and fulfilling. And it's collapsing now into a depression from which it will never recover. It's terminally ill. We must come to grips with that. You know, I know the doctors in Costa Rica don't like to tell the patients that they're terminally ill. They hide it from them. And, and I think that's very wrong, ethically. I think we need to know. 
And right now, we're in a, a global culture that's terminally ill. It's not going to recover, but the media won't tell you that. And so they allow you to collude in the imaginary idea that, oh, everything will be the same ten years from now. Everything will, will, will be just as it is today. But it won't. It's changing rapidly. It's changing geopolitically, climatically. It's changing seismically. It's changing in terms of the human psychology. It's changing in every way possible. And the rights, the civil rights we took for granted are being lost rapidly. The power that we had that was based on the use of fossil fuels is dissipating rapidly. All the things that we depended on and took for granted are being taken away from us so that we find the only source of power that is valid, that is real, that is eternal. And unless we build our lives on that rock of ages rather than all of these rocks that are crumbling into dust, our lives will not have a foundation that will be solid, but they will collapse. And this is what we see happening in the world. And so we must build a community on the rock, the one rock that will survive all of the tempests and all of the floods and the firestorms that are going to hit us. And if we do that, then we will be a beacon to the world on how to live. But we must truly live those values. We can't just give lip service to it because the strength that we will need to survive the adversity that is coming can only come from a true union with God, nothing less. And so I wish you all every blessing on achieving that and doing it now because it takes so much time to purify the soul that if we wait, if we waste even one day and say, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start after my vacation or I'll start whenever, the time won't be there. There's no more margin. It has to be done now and ceaselessly. An ongoing purification of the self has to be the regimen that organizes our lives. Ceaseless meditation, ceaseless prayer, ceaseless rediscovery, reconnection to the God-Self until there is nothing obstructing the flow of that energy and the feeling of serenity, of love, of creative expression of the highest level of consciousness and being and a natural state of virtuous living that is undented by narcissism and egocentricity. We have to recreate ourselves in the image of God in a true sense, in a way that can be seen and recognized and appreciated and transmitted as a model for others to follow. And then we will see that our community will grow and it will crystallize into a pattern that will be the healthiest, most beautiful, most perfect pattern of life that will be able to survive the challenges that we face on a planetary level. And so I hope all of you are inspired and motivated to achieve this highest goal and to throw yourself into it completely without hesitation, wholeheartedly, because that will be the only possibility to achieve fulfillment and real gratitude and real bliss in this life. Those who keep one foot in the world that is dying and not fully into the world that is being born will be devastated by the losses 
that are about to come. But if we are fully invested in the new world, then we will recognize those losses as blessings and necessities and part of the fertilization of the new age that is being born at this moment. So we must have our paradigm correct so that we enframe our experience in order to understand accurately what is going on and not be horrified by the cataclysms that we face, but instead recognize that these are indeed elements of the birth, the labor pains that we must go through to birth a new age, a new world, and a new level of human being that is divine and not demonic, not egoic, but something completely beautiful and egoless and universal, cosmic in scope, without any identification with the physical, but identified with the supreme consciousness that is the cosmos as a whole. We are surrendering the partial awareness for the complete awareness. And we pay the price of the ego, and what we gain is the priceless union with the source of all being. I hope you make that bargain and receive the benefits of the birth of Christ within.